0: to the Sorting It Out podcast with your hosts Caesar and Lauren.
1: In a world where disagreeing has turned into divisiveness in a hugely problematic way, we thought it was worth taking time to practice thinking through multiple sides of an issue without villainizing the other perspective.
0: While we won't tackle some of the toughest topics on this show, we will practice exploring multiple vantage points together as we work through day-to-day issues as they arise.
1: Now, we're not experts, so we expect there to be some laughter, potentially some frustration, but we're really looking to push ourselves to be better listeners. And so we welcome you to join us on this journey as listeners and as conversation contributors.
0: Welcome, everyone, to the Sorting It Out podcast with your hosts, uh, Caesar and Lauren. Um, this is our fifth episode. Mm-hmm. Five? Yep. Wow. We took a break last week. We were busy. I was traveling, and um, we just didn't have enough time to research. But uh, we're back and excited to get chat, Actually, I was looking forward to it. Um, you were gone all weekend. I'm like, this would be a good thing to just have you back and reconnect.
1: Aww. <laughs> I like that. That's really sweet.
0: Well. <laughs> Yeah. I had no one to talk to this weekend. I was alone. I guess at my... You, you
1: were never alone. You had three girls with you. Two cats and a dog who just watch... Everything you do, they're just watching you. Everything you say, they're soaking this in is This
0: is true. Now, you would be the only one who would be happy that when you're gone, your fiance is hanging out with three girls and not <laughs> being mad.
1: No, no, no. They're all furry. And so that's... <laughs> <I
0: said>. <laughs> They're all furry girls. Yes. Our two cats and well, we recently adopted a dog. So uh, just a little bit of sorting it out there. How's it going LMK?
1: Uh, You know, one of the cats and the dog, they're still sorting it out a little bit slower than we would like. It's getting there. It's an adjustment. A, A dog is a big difference compared to having cats. I haven't had an indoor dog as an adult and so I'm recognizing really? it's really different mm-hmm.
0: it is very different I haven't had an adult dog ever and I, I mean I had dogs when I was young but they were little tiny dogs Chihuahua and uh, the terrier Yorkshire terriers um, had one of those and it's different even amongst dogs it's a different experience when you have like a medium-sized dog Versus the little ones where you have a little bit more control, uh, whereas a medium or a big-sized dog, uh, a little less control.
1: Like when they drink from the plant. Container. What,
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you watch it on video, on the corner of the screen, there's uh, and there's the tail. Sometimes you can see um of a dog just walking around and drinking plant water so we water our plants but sometimes it drips and we have a little catch thing um and the dog's drinking from that right now which have we given the dog water maybe it's our problem
1: no no, no. she has she has water <laughs> this is just more fun i suppose
0: <laughs> she likes dirty water which is a popular drink now um in what? oklahoma dirty water
1: what's dirty water
0: we had it at my birthday it's uh basically soda water and tequila and lime or something i think oh no no i'm sorry it's not dirty water it's called ranch water I <laughs> wait <laughs> a
1: minute so is that some subliminal thinking about how you
0: think i think when it? i think of ranch dirty. water i know well what do you th- when you think of ranch water what do you think
1: i don't have anything nicer than dirty water. I know. I know. I guess well water, but well water makes me think of like, yeah. I just we had well the, water when we were the, younger. And yeah,
0: it, yeah. Because you lived in sort of a remote area.
1: And, yeah, for part of for part yeah. of our lives, and I just remember, um, it it smells. It smelled like rotten eggs sometimes.
0: Yes. Um. It does. Di- it like sulfur or something. Yeah. I, sulfur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's coming straight from hell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm glad we sorted that
0: out. I'm glad we sorted well water (laughs) coming straight. It's coming from underground. And, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's Satan himself pumping the water to our showers. Is that
1: why it's so hot?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, um, on our fifth episode... Well, let's recap the last episode. We had our family on. We spoke about... um, well, we had my situation with a family member that we know of. And then what was the first topic we talked about?
1: We kind of dug into euthanasia and if um, your spouse. Oh, asked yes. You to help with that, and it ended up being shooting them. This is true. That, it was yes. a true story.
0: We talked about the um, a true story in Florida of a, a wife shooting her husband dead at his request, who. You know he was dying
1: He's terminally Ill, yeah
0: yeah he was terminally ill we we not a lot of information we could continue looking it up but um, he was terminally ill they had an agreement he he couldn't do it himself physically couldn't do it himself and then uh, she agreed to do it for him obviously that's a crime and we were talking about like what should the crime be the sentence the moral implications actually very very interesting episode so
1: yeah i liked having them here it's harder when you have um five people yes because you're trying to who's talking wait wait i want to hear what you have to say but um it was really fun yeah it was, it was really very fun, fun.
0: yeah and it is a lot it's it's a lot harder to like wrangle five people all of them have strong opinions <laughs> we are a family with um very strong opinions so you got kind of got to see a little bit of what our kitchen table used to look like um, so that was fun in today's episode we're going to delve into uh chad gpt which is uh taking over the internet um everybody's talking about it and um we want to dive into the implications of what it means uh for um you know Our economy, for our world, and the jobs it may impact. Um, And we'll dive into exactly what it is if you haven't heard about it on the Meat and Potatoes. Um, But wanted to start off with um, a feel good story. Um, I know, right? Like, he's picking a feel good story to talk about. Um, Well, I want to present the feel good story. LMK does not know um, what the story is. Um, She's just looking at the screen now, at least getting the headline. Of a Walmart cashier, uh, 82-year-old Walmart cashier, uh, gets to retire after TikTok raises $100,000 for him. And um, there's a picture of the um, 82-year-old, which, by the way, um, he's only two years older than Joe Biden. Wow. If you think about it, I mean, this man... You you as a listener I don't know this uh you know what he looks like but if you just Google Walmart cashier eighty two year old retires TikTok you'll get the picture you'll see what I'm talking about uh, he's
1: two years older than Joe Biden he looks a little bit but I think that's just a reminder like there's assumptions on both sides with this comment but um, yeah when you have access to resources. That that can change what it means to age, what you look like, what you feel wow.
0: Like. Um, that's a good point.
1: I mean, uh, honestly,
0: yeah, that's a good point. Well, uh, his name is Warren Marion from Cumberland, Maryland. Received a check of one hundred eight thousand six hundred eighty-two dollars last week, thanks to the generosity of online donors. It was this gentleman by the name of Rory McCarty. He's a small business owner. Saw his story um or saw the man working and and decided to started a go fund me um he's got like three hundred thousand followers the person who started the go fund me and was able to generate this um this uh this amount of money for this man to be able to retire uh it's you know one of those um senior citizens that greet you at the door usually at walmart um this one got you know the award of um uh a a kind man um or at least the eye of a kind man to gofundme uh to create a gofundme so i wanted to get your initial thoughts um, K, on this story first before i delve into what i want to talk about
1: uh well my first thought is he's working as a cashier at 82, which is pretty physical, right? you got to stand yeah. or even if you're sitting, but you're dragging things across, you're bagging things. Yes. So that's a pretty physical job at 82. And I'm wondering, was that by choice? Was he, was he working? did he feel like he had enough money, but he wanted some extra money for something by choice or was he working out a necessity? Because if at 82, he was at a place where he was working out a necessity, um, that's, that's, that's very concerning.
0: You are going exactly where I wanted to take this conversation, so I'm glad that you brought it up. We read time and time again these stories that the news media put out as feel-good stories. Oh, this person got their medical bills paid off um, and is free of debt, or this person finally gets to retire, or this person's I don't know, college was paid off by the generosity of, uh, folks, uh, and, and in fact, um, one of the things here says, um, let me see if I can find the quote for uh, I can tell you it's good, bless when i were younger, I forgot, but it was, um, it was a quote I saw online about it, it was a community fund that allowed this man to retire, um, and, um, in all these other feel good stories, right? It's like a community fund, and I'm thinking to myself, uh, what kind of dystopian late stage capitalism are we in where uh this constitutes a feel-good story um we look at it as wow what a generous kind man and the and the and the gentleman who started this is a generous man right he thought of this is great no no knock on him but as a society like what a kind thing to do when this is not a thing that happens in like really rich nations where 82 year olds working tough jobs as you called it being a cashier is not an easy job Especially mm-hmm. in this country where they don't even let you sit um, We constitute it as a feel-good story, but like if I was in Sweden or Denmark or you know, Britain or wherever it sounds like a tragic story.
1: Yeah, I mean it's feel-good because Strangers coming together to help somebody who needs yes. it. Yes. Yeah. So that that's always good. That always reminds you that people are good. But um shame on us for having to by chance somebody yes. caught somebody's attention, was willing to do something, and people responded to the image of him and were willing to do this. But w- what about all the people who are in the same situation exactly. who just don't have that same stroke, literally stroke of luck?
0: And it's how, a stroke of luck. How do yeah. we
1: have a system that?
0: why, why are we here 82
1: yeah yeah
0: how are we in this situation as a country where um th- this has to be this this and, and he's a veteran He's a veteran.
1: an 82
0: year old veteran this man has served his country uh I, i'm not sure you know which wars he went to or you know if he went to war or not probably maybe you know vietnam or possibly korea definitely not afghanistan but uh, or iraq uh but like if we're not even taking care of our own veterans what's like for the rest of us just the regular folks um so when i looked at it it caught my eye like i read these stories time and time and time again and the media continues portraying it as a feel-good story which yes it's got elements of a feel-good story community coming together helping out a person in need um but it's uh alleviating um it's like a a tylenol pill for a broader systemic issue in my opinion Mm -hmm. that we don't have a social safety net uh Mm -hmm. and um we have to pool our resources together to help out one person um and like you said there's just a bunch of cases that we don't know about that they didn't
1: get lucky I, I appreciate this story because I think um just because of work and different personal experiences like I see an involved perspective on this I think 10 years ago if you had showed me this story the only thing I would have seen is like that is so cool yeah like community coming together yeah it's interesting to me that the first thing I thought was well why is this person in that position in the first place um, I'm
0: I was actually surprised by your reaction cuz I thought I was going to get the, you know, your oh, humans are good. Humans are good. People are good. <laughs> and this is proof of that. You're it's, right. It's
1: proof of that, but it's it's yeah. it's further more importantly proof of a flawed flawed system and you're right. Like this is helping this gentleman. I'm so glad he got help. That yeah. put him in a position where he felt like he could retire, but um this makes it sound like this is a one-off case, and this has been solved, and so everyone yeah, can sleep yeah. at night. When it's like, no, wait, actually, this is. Let's start peeling back the layers right. of how many other people are in this. How situation. How many people
0: are in this situation? We go to Walmart. We see these older folks, these senior citizens working. Do you think they want to work?
1: Uh, I'm. I mean, I, I guess in some cases there might be. It times might where be it's like I like. I don't have anything to do, and, and I, I wanna, get to interact I, with people. I feel like I have a purpose, and yep. I. It's a social network for me. Yeah. In which case, like to each their own, but only if it's your choice. And it sounds to me like he got money and then he chose to retire. So it doesn't feel like he was working by choice. Yeah.
0: I, I, it doesn't appear to me like this particular gentleman was working by choice. Yeah. Um, but you um, just wanted to sort out at least the overall trend that we're seeing on these feel good stories. And they're popping up more and more, which makes me think there's more and more people in these situations that they need some kind of feel good story to save them. Um, whereas corporate profits continue to go up, uh, the wealthy continue to get richer. This is, uh, you know, a product of that.
1: And I feel like this is one of those things that if we collectively don't see this for what it is, like a true, a true, um, indicator of where our system is at this is one of those things that it'll just get glossed over and Uh be fixed Um, because it is shaped like a feel-good story and there are feel-good elements but it is like oh this is actually pretty awful
0: do you think the media uses this to try to hide the fact that they're complicit in um, the trends that we're seeing in this country where the rich are becoming just obscenely rich and the rest of us i wouldn't say the rest of us because i think we're pretty privileged in in our own way we're very blessed i think compared to other folks but the rest of the general population uh is not feeling that it's not feeling that wealth and uh you know our productivity continues to go on our gdp continues to go up
1: i feel like i feel like you've been reading my homework assignments (laughs) oh yeah
0: this is a discussion probably that you've had uh in your phd class by the way um, Kay is also a phd student right now getting her doctorate so she's a busy person so i'm so just just happy that you're even still having the time to you know chat every every sunday
1: now people are going to think i'm going to say something smart and that's just I'm still nope.
0: Well, on the this <laughs> nope. is a this is a just good tra- it out. <laughs> This is a good transition to the next segment because I I think I got just a tool for you.
1: Oh, oh, see, the, the, <laughs> yes, please, please describe. This is a good transition.
0: It, it's a good transition. Um, in terms of this case, uh, we I think what we sorted out is we're glad for this gentleman. Yeah, we're happy that he's able to retire. We are saddened that this is his method of retirement. Uh, because it's one, it's not sustainable. It's it you you can't scale it, um, you know, to the broader population, and it just points to deficiencies in our country.
1: It's a human rights issue to to yes to not be taking care of our our more senior folks.
0: Um, our more yeah. senior folks who is a veteran,
1: and so uh, hopefully this instead of just being like this is nice. Yeah the end it opens up more conversations i hope so continue to explore how did this happen how often does this happen yeah we keep this from happening
0: i i hope people start waking up when they to the fact that these are not actually the feel-good stories that they want them to be
1: well and, and us too right yes um because how many things slip by us and it's like oh yeah and then it's like yeah. oh uh-huh mm-hmm. uh-huh
0: wait like oh this this teacher got school supplies that they made
1: with school supplies out of her own pocket on
0: her own pocket so or nice. the community donated teacher of the year
1: you know why she uh, yeah, should not have yeah, to do that
0: exactly the teacher of the year or the community donated books to the classroom that didn't have it or something like that are you kidding me what is our government doing what is the district doing what's going on here this is not normal um i hope we start waking up to to these feel good stories and seeing them for what they what they are in my opinion late stage capitalism um okay moving on to late stage capitalism (laughs)
1: because
0: this might be it chat gpt so you didn't know what it was until today.
1: No, which is actually embarrassing now that we've talked about how it big of a deal it is. I truly did not know.
0: It is, uh, actually. <laughs> um, uh, I'm surprised that you haven't heard about it. But, I've, been,
1: I've been studying.
0: You, <laughs> <laughs> well, if... You know what? If you would have learned about ChatGTP, you'd have to study a little less. <laughs>
1: No, <laughs> I still have my integrity to maintain. <laughs>
0: um, so, if you're like LMK and have no idea what Chad gtp is, um, it's basically an AI robot, uh, like a chat buddy that you can uh, go to and ask questions.
1: Like Ask Jeeves. Kind of
0: is that what Ask Jeeves was? You Remember, can just like, chat it, to it. It
1: was just a, it, like you would ask a, it was a search engine, so you'd ask a question and it yeah. would just pull up the. The sites that might answer your question
0: that's true that's true that's true um so this is uh like ask reeves jeeves <laughs> ask jeeves uh 2.0 or something but like way more advanced it's like you went from like the ford pinto to like a ferrari <laughs> Testarossa or something um
1: these metaphors aren't doing anything
0: <laughs> yeah like, what well it's a ferrari how do you eat that <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you season it um no it, it, yeah it's sort of like that where you talk to this uh or you chat you you, you type in and um ask it questions have a conversation with it but it's a, it's it's a, a very very smart robot that uh, basically what it does is it goes searching for the answers of questions that you have now like well we have google right but you can't go into google and ask it hey can you write me a book on this topic, Chat um, GTP is able to just basically write things for you. If you have like a research paper uh, that you maybe get assigned in a PhD class, for example, <laughs> um, you can you know ask GTP to help you craft it and when i say help you craft it i literally mean write the dang thing
1: so so like the difference between this and a um a search engine would be a search engine is going to pull up here's all the resources yes. that have that phrasing that might be about it but this thing like scans all those things synthesizes it and condenses it into and consen- a single document into
0: a single document or into an answer that is useful for you
1: so does it, do you know if it like uh, copies and pastes and takes direct quotes or does it somehow take everything and like make its own version?
0: No. it Does it, it
1: plagiarize?
0: It it doesn't plagiarize exactly, but it does take those ideas and sort of synthesizes them for you. Um, I met a gentleman last week when I was traveling who wrote a book. He's like, hey, I wrote a book and he told us how he wrote it. He used Chad GPT. Um, and, and then...
1: he didn't didn't write write the book he
0: he said it in in just he was joking clearly but it was a full-fledged out book i don't remember the topic but he's like i just went chapter by chapter i knew what what i wanted to cover in each chapter and i asked the chat gtp to you know come give me the material for that particular chapter based on what i asked it to look for um so yeah, what it does is whatever question you go, uh, you ask, it goes out and, and, and scours the internet for it. And then it comes back with a synthesized answer, of whatever, if you're looking for a research paper, if you're looking to write a book, or if you're just looking just a quick, like, hey, what birth, what's Abraham Lincoln's birthday? That's an easy one, right? But anything from that to writing an entire novel, it can do um, as it communicates back with you.
1: Um well do you know what it does? Like if it finds conflicting information or conflicting facts, how does it handle conflicting information? Do you happen to know?
0: I, I don't know. I don't I that's true. One of the downsides of it is that it sometimes does give you misinformation. It does not give you accurate information. Huh. A hundred percent. That's he true. That hey, look, That's it, it's right. it, it was it, it's code was written by humans, so it makes sense. But it goes looking for the internet, and we all know the internet is not exactly a bastion for truth. Um, so it finds what's out there and then sort of synthesizes, and sometimes it's not factual. So it's not a perfect, uh, solution for you know for folks. But it's, it's intriguing. Though. It is intriguing. It can write media articles. Um, so some of the things that uh, oh, the, the the conversation I want to take this to is like which jobs is it threatening to? Right? Uh, we were we went through a list. Um, so a lot of tech jobs, programmers, computer science folks, um, data analysts, things like that can be obsolete because Chat GPT can do it. Like if you need to write code, Chat GPT can do it. If you need to fix code, Chat GPT will fix it for you. Um, it's not there yet but like they'll continue enhancing and make it better and eventually get there but um so the tech world some jobs there media like you don't need to uh you know have journalists anymore you can just go get the answers or go find investigate the thing that you need to investigate it can do that
1: but how does it like it can't create new con- it, it has to it can just pull together answers from existing content right so like the key piece of potentially needing humans would be if there's new content like when you said media that made me think of if you're going to do an interview with someone new that that's not already written somewhere they can't compile that correct yeah so like so even so it might displace a lot of jobs and it might in addition change a lot of other jobs like previously it was doing all this research but now it's like nah, just do the interview and plug that in and then yeah that kind of thing
0: I mean the the knowledge has to be existing mm-hmm. so Yeah, I, I guess it can't right now can't go to like Ukraine and give you updates On it. Not yet
1: until it's written somewhere
0: until it's written somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, until it's documented somewhere That's the only way I can pick it up. So like it can't tell you what the Ukrainian or Ukrainians are doing in like the Donbass region right now because we don't know about it yet until tomorrow. Um, so maybe that kind of like on-the-ground journalism, it can't do. But like investigative mm-hmm. journalism, it can definitely do uh, looking into the past. Um, what are some other jobs? Lawyers. Um, the law is written. The law is the law. Uh, and it's on the internet. Oh, so. my
1: gosh. Like how much research they have to do for like case law. and Yeah. Wow. That seems like a game changer yeah. for a lot of professions. And we had talked yep. about before that different technology was displacing a lot of physical jobs, like manufacturing jobs, manufacturing, where it's like yep. mm-hmm. um, doing something that requires repetitive. the same task over and over, yep. so they could make yep. a robot do that. Um, but this this feels like it's opening up a whole new door to AI. Yeah, approaching uh, on jo- current jobs.
0: It, it is approaching on jobs that are not like repetitive. So you mentioned manufacturing jobs where like a robot can just do the motions you ask it to and it displaced a lot of people right a lot of jobs i like your
1: robot yeah. voice in hand. i
0: am um, <laughs> building a car here um and so that that we got out of the way and perfected and now it's all over the place so now you move on to jobs that are not as clear-cut kind of like cashiers at target but still sort of repetitive or Uh, And restaurants where maybe you need to make a cheeseburger or a hot dog or something. So things are a little bit more variable and That's getting perfected and now we're moving into like, oh, you need me to write a book. I don't need a human anymore Uh,
1: But okay, but so this makes me think with writing even with research. There's a style. Yes personality. Yeah, yeah, and so how do you program personality? How do you program humor? How do you program like uh building up to a dramatic climax or is that literally written to the algorithm is somebody already thinking of that it,
0: well you're right like the book that the my colleague wrote and i'm mm-hmm. quoting quote unquote wrote
1: that he coded it, it, <laughs> <laughs> he typed in what he wanted
0: he typed in what? well he it, i think it was based on like um uh, it's a non-fiction book but, like, can it write a fiction book where it has to come up Ooh, with a yeah. story itself? I don't know. Probably not yet. I mean, but, but maybe.
1: weed on that list, it did say... Um uh children's book
0: children's authors. yeah so it, must it be wrote children's books yeah one of the things it's already done is write children's books uh this chat gpt
1: but then if it's always pulling from existing content is it just pulling from like here's all the children's books and that i have access to most of them are about bunnies that seems to be popular M- maybe yeah but it takes themes
0: it takes themes and then it comes up with a story that the but i mean aren't they, they all of kind of the same story even no, if no uh, no pocahontas avatar Herald dances with the wolves
1: grand dances with wolves is not a children's book
0: no i'm sorry but like those are like three <sighs> stories with the same idea right an invader comes into a land takes the land from the the people within the land and right oh, so we God. we recycle ideas all the time we do. So. that's
1: true so maybe this would be our chance to get a truly novel idea because the robots would be like listen
0: here here's uh, how about a uh, how about a story about a robot that becomes too powerful
1: <laughs> we already have that too that's
0: true <laughs> so but uh we were talking about uh, well um i was watching a video that uh, the you know the automation that's happened in manufacturing is the big reason why a lot of those manufacturing jobs are gone mm-hmm. now the trump and you know those um those uh anti-trade folks uh blamed it on outsourcing of jobs to different countries china mexico india and all of that and yeah there's some of that uh this, you know 20 25 is what i heard um but the remainder of those jobs that were lost in manufacturing uh particularly in like the car industry and all that or automation like automation got rid of those jobs and we're not looking at that as oh the big boogeyman you know we're not blaming immigrants for that or or, right we don't we don't even think about it but it's a big source of job loss um and those were middle-class jobs those were middle-class jobs so now the middle class had to shift its strategy like all right well now we'll become clerks and now we'll do you know maybe some programming or or what have you and they're coming for that too i'll
1: become a data analyst (laughs) robots are following
0: me oh man right like
1: but that's real
0: it's real so so we are thinking like where is this going to leave the economy Chat gpt is owned by like a few people really rich people right and these other bots that are going to be coming that now it's an explosion of investment in ai because they realize the potential but it's owned by these billionaires and 100 millionaires right um and they're going to be able to displace a lot of people who had those jobs previously, right? Those you know, high income jobs—hundred thousand dollar jobs, hundred fifty thousand, even eighty thousand dollar jobs—and like, what are we gonna do? What's the economy gonna look like?
1: Especially because it feels like that could be a shift that happens relatively fast. Yes. Um, so it won't be like over oh, the next five. No, decades. it's happening real fast. Um, yeah, something that happens really fast. Yeah. And and I do I am thinking of it, like even even program like in Chicago and Tulsa. Programs that are like let's teach kids to code because that's such a valuable skill because that's that's the future and it's like wow that's still true but it's gonna be a different you gotta teach them how to code for robots to do the work as opposed to coding themselves you know it's like already a twist on it potentially it's
0: already a twist but here here's what here's the worst part sure you can teach you can code the robot to do that and you can have a job to teach the robot so then the robot can go ahead and do a hundred jobs can write a whole bunch still
1: not going to be like it's it's not going to be yeah job ratio
0: exactly uh, what they were talking about in the manufacturing world is like you used to have a bunch of jobs in the assembly line used to have a bunch of jobs in the like the upper office doing all the accounting and hr and all that and all the jobs on the floor like being eliminated and now now you got those like a fraction of the jobs in that you know that management office where you don't need like 10 talent people now you just need two because there's a whole bunch of programs that yeah. help you manage that it's becoming like we're needing less and less people to do the jobs that we have always done
1: so i think that's a good point but it also makes me think um we have robots doing more and more of our thinking for more and more people yes um and yep. so like i I to admit feeling a little feeling a little threatened that a robot could probably write my research paper better and faster than me it's fine
0: faster i don't know about better but definitely
1: faster (laughs) Soon, probably. do you have a paper
0: due tomorrow because (laughs) i have a solution for you
1: um but it's like what well if we have i don't know it's just like calculators remember like it used to be like you need to learn how to do this by hand just so you understand it before you use a calculator once you understand that now use a calculator will it be like that too like write one run research paper but then like now that you know the foundation of it, just let's put it in a, like will we as a species lose skills because we might have an easy way for AI to do that for us?
0: I got a good example of that.
1: What's, okay, tell me A
0: really good example that I've, it's played out in my life and I recognize it 100%. Um, Spelling. Mm -hmm. I've forgotten how to spell. (laughs) I'm serious. I'm kind of concerned about it. If some, if someone would say, "I need you to write this," you know, note for this person and say this or that, I'm gonna have troubles. I'm just so reliant on my phone correcting yeah. me, Word correcting me, Google correcting me. Like, oh yeah, I messed up. I don't need to worry about it.
1: I don't think you're alone. I think that a lot right. of us are like that. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good example. It's a
0: good yeah. It's a good example of us like getting. Or
1: <laughs> so, yeah, there's a there's a computer thinking for us. There's a computer thinking for us. Think I don't have to worry. that skill. Yeah. What about like when it comes to researching or putting together facts or synthesizing? Like, Is that a skill that we want to pass over to artificial intelligence? Even if they can do it faster or better, do we want to give up on having to do that? Because once we don't have to do it, will we not do it? And then... Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, I'm concerned.
0: What if your heart surgeon used ChatGPT to get through med school? (laughs) (laughs) LMK!
1: No, no, there's gotta be checks. Someone going to med school wants to learn
0: well you read on the article that chad gpt passed a medical exam <laughs>
1: and, and like wasn't it also some uh, test at law school like yeah law school it's not
0: mbas like, it's not all of surface it
1: surface level intelligence here it's like really complex thinking and, and
0: it does really complex yeah um it, it still has trouble with math is my understanding like some basic functions it has some issues with um so it's not there yet but it's going to be
1: well, and on that and didn't it say that some colleges are banning it for yes. fear that people will cheat their way through? People are cheating
0: their way through now.
1: Well, but and it's like we always have to catch up because I know, like right now, when I write papers, you you go through a check and like it runs through the internet and you get a score about hey, this this per like yeah. percent of your paper is like the same as something else. Yeah, and like even if you put a a direct quote and you put quotations and you cite it properly, it'll still be like
0: it'll still catch it. Yeah, yeah,
1: that's not your words. Yeah, yeah. It's like I know, but I'm trying to cite it um so, it can't do that with chat gpt probably don't have that technology so i can see like being in higher ed i could see like hey what if what if there are people using that and that is part of our grading curve and but i do believe i i do believe naively naively maybe but i feel like my peers would not be interested in cheating their way through this degree. Well, Like, no they, uh, they're really excited and feeling grateful to be here as am i like nah i'm not cheating my way through this no way I came here to learn.
0: I don't know, I don't know. Um, it's pretty tempting if you're last minute, you're busy, you your child your child is sick or something. Like uh, your, your classmates, right, that are working adults, have children, and all that. Uh, I'm not
1: working
0: adult. You are a working I adult. Got it a dog (laughs) Uh, i gotta go walk the dog i don't have time for this paper chat gpt uh can you tell me something about a community organization that's doing this that that boom 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 and it gives you your paper
1: but i still wonder like even though it like passed tests and is capable of thinking like when you read it does it does it feel like a human or is it very choppy and no personality and formal and cold
0: i think that's where it's going to next that you know what the you should start thinking if you're thinking about overcoming the job losses that are coming, um, being the, the the coder or the programmer that catches Chad GPT written articles or research papers, right? There's got to be something they're not it's not human it's, well, it's not coded human by humans I know, but like if know. it's written by a computer, then another computer can catch it and say, this was written by a computer, and I can tell you why. Or at least give you a percentage. Like, There's like 50% likely that it was written by a computer.
1: I bet there will, but there's going to have to be something like that. For, it has to be. For, for higher education purposes. But um, what about times where it's like, it, it's not necessarily important that you are the author. It's mostly important that you have access to synthesized. Like when if it's not yeah. you writing a research paper, but it's, I need to know this research. Oh, to it's to, like, perfect a for that. Who needs to like, look through case yes. law. That's, but again, that's amazing, but also...
0: Hey, how, will hey, we lose this skill? we will lose I our skill you. of finding answers
1: or like making sense of things being able to retain and make con- connections between thoughts and being able to handle conflicting information and saying well i think this is why i'm leaning towards this way or are we going to lose our ability to sort it out
0: uh, is our podcast going to be taken over by jack gpt no <laughs> probably be i have this side and then there's the other side we are going to meet in the middle and here's what that means <laughs> and that's it uh caesar and lauren uh are on their podcast each <laughs>
1: other go so walk your dog you got plenty of time now <laughs>
0: <laughs> um okay um we're gonna move on so this is incredible technology i think we're I'm excited for it, um, but nervous and a little bit scared of what it means for the future. What it means for people's jobs. We didn't even get into into like it uh, artists. You know, the AI is now able to create like awesome, you know, photorealistic pictures and drawings. Um, so it, it can, you know, AI now is able to write music, is able to. Um, create moving images of real people like deep fakes it's a scary thing it's a scary thing i think it's exciting for what it means for the human race how far we've come along but it also could be potentially you know problematic in the future
1: i agree like uh, a more optimistic view for me would be thinking like okay if we if we take this level of of work like intellectual work off of our shoulders and we have some some other form of consistent uh work that could come through from ai what does that open up people to do and to explore and to build next yeah but i just don't see like that change might happen so quickly what does that mean to people's um ability to make a living like during this transformation time i think we collectively have to stay on top of how do we make sure no one's left out and are we going to have do we have so many industries that are going to be just like laying people off and what's going to happen to those people? Um, so like optimistic me is like, I wonder what this will, like if we have more time to think and do different things, like what will we figure out next as a species? Yeah. But part of me is like, Oh man, this is going to create such disruption so fast.
0: And it's, it's going to be very fast. I think, um, and we're gonna to have to come up with solutions for what you just called out on the job losses, and what do these people do now to have a living? Um, we're gonna to have to like reckon with that very, very quickly. Um, and we haven't been able to wrap, you know, grapple with things quickly as a human race in a long time. I mean, you saw what happened with COVID. You're seeing what happened. What's happening with climate change? we'll see. We'll see. see. Um, all we can do is continue sorting it out though.
1: I got a good question for you.
0: Awesome. Uh, great. So we're moving on to the book of questions. Flash it one more time on the screen. Okay. Um, you found a random question. Um, I don't know it. So uh, take it away.
1: So we didn't talk about this for today, but I feel like maybe we read this when we were peeking through the book. Okay. Would you have one of your fingers removed surgically? if it somehow guaranteed you immunity from all major diseases?
0: Wait a minute. Repeat the question.
1: Would you have one of your fingers removed surgically if it somehow guaranteed you immunity from all major diseases? Yes! <laughs> I think so too! Oh my
0: God, that's the easiest one in the it entire does, book.
1: It doesn't feel like a hard one to me, That which makes me think, like, what perspective am I missing? Like,
0: What are we missing?
1: Would you have one of your fingers removed surg- So you don't necessarily get to pick which finger or which hand. Yeah. Um,
0: The only the only one that I think I may have a pause on, but but still I'd say yes is my thumb.
1: Because you said a pause on, and then if you take your thumb off, it's like. Um.
0: Because the thumb is just like that's what maybe that's what helped us evolve into who we are
1: yeah very, very hugely so
0: functional. if we lose that then <laughs> uh okay great you don't have diseases now but uh you know you're you've lost your dominance on this world i don't know <laughs> uh we still have chad gpt to take care of us um i i would yes i i, I don't i don't even think have to second like think about it too much but
1: i think so too i'm curious like if anybody has any ideas like wait hold on before you say yes so quickly i want to hear them because this one doesn't make me pause too much it makes me be like Dang, in, in a heartbeat thank you, thank in you a for heartbeat. this opportunity
0: yeah um so you don't you can't think of any situation where you would need the. i mean people live well, happily I mean, without fingers i've met people without fingers and
1: but maybe you get it says from all major diseases so maybe maybe you get your minor disease and then like you bleed out or something maybe i'm just saying like you're talking about a medical procedure so maybe doing the medical procedure in itself opens up risks that are not related uh, to major diseases so maybe some folks would be balancing that I, risk
0: i mean i guess you could die from losing your finger and blood loss and all that i don't think it's all that pop i would i i i would but now i'm concerned with then what the heck am i gonna die of people die of diseases
1: um a car crash a robot (laughs) taking over (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, the terminator coming to fruition um tornado so the only i guess the only way then i can die is through something horrific
1: violence there you go i
0: i found your i found your thing we were missing The only thing you can die is through something violent.
1: No, you might die in your sleep.
0: What? Something in your... If you die in your... You can't just die in your sleep. Your heart just doesn't say, okay, this is it. I'm done.
1: Well, it's like... It
0: it dies from uh, a disease.
1: You could have a stroke.
0: That's a disease.
1: No.
0: so now we're going to think about what are diseases and what's not? A stroke is a disease. Right? it is can we, let's chat uh, chat gpt Good um God. is a stroke a disease can you write me a book on strokes
1: <laughs> i can't help you I can't help <laughs> you you need to think for yourself <laughs>
0: <laughs> like this is too much for even for me um i guess the only thing i would like we would have to have the conversation on what constitutes a disease or not but th- then like if you remove disease and i'm going to say a stroke is caused by some kind of a cardiovascular disease Um, uh it
1: could be a blood clot
0: cardiovascular disease what do you think a blood clot is it's cardiovascular
1: sometimes blood clots can come after surgery um
0: okay 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 So
1: i think there can be a lot of different ways in which blood clots form i don't think a stroke is considered a disease but i Do not pretend to be now. But like what causes a stroke? Um,
0: Isn't it mostly cardiovascular disease?
1: But let me just give an example of another thing that could cause a stroke. Then
0: why would you go into surgery? I guess you have a broken bone or something.
1: You're fixing your finger. You're fixing the finger (laughs) that you just had removed. You end up with a blood clot and you die. And you die. It's disease.
0: Uh, you didn't die from a disease you died from a stroke
1: um you died from trying to avoid diseases okay okay let's say that
0: it's not guaranteed that you'll die a violent way but the chances of you dying violently increase at least because now cancer is not going to be a thing you have to worry about um you know kidney failure all sorts of things these questions ultimately lead a lot to death the last three or four of these book of questions have Dove into uh, being thrown into the forest after you die. Um,
1: would you want to know if you die? Why did you? Yeah,
0: would you want to know the date of your death?
1: Would you, would you tear a butterfly wing off of a oh. oh wait, that was just for a vacation. There was no death <laughs> except for the butterfly. <laughs> uh
0: wow. Um, that would be my only pause, I guess. The thumb thing, but I'd still do it. I, you know, it said one finger, so I'd still have the other thumb. And is a thumb and a finger the same? Th- is a thumb considered a finger? Or is it a thumb? It's a digit. It's a digit. I don't know. <laughs> they should have they should have worded a digit instead of a finger, because now you have that out. Like, all right, that'll be my pinky. Who needs the pinky? I, I won't be fancy anymore. And, I can't and, drink and, tea. I, <laughs> I can't drink tea with my pinky up. Um, but then the other the other one where I would have a pause is like, does this mean that I now I will only have a, da- a violent death? Car accident, car plane or plane crash or someone shooting me or something that might like do i want to go that way or you know on a morphine drip when i'm 85 and dying of cancer
1: this is dark
0: i got it got really dark but uh on a surface level we both agreed pretty easy answer chop the finger no more diseases yep <laughs> <laughs> all right well uh we got uh we got that one done in about 45 minutes uh, after editing it, it should be about 45 minutes um thanks uh thanks again for listening to us lmk L- any final thoughts
1: let us know i just want to hear other sides so what are we not thinking about with the finger thing that does feel like a, yeah <laughs> or chat gpt
0: disease. if you're um uh, you know uh have questions about that yeah uh email us at uh silverland product i'm sorry sort it out at silverlandproductions.com um we uh want to hear your thoughts on this episode or any episode any suggestions for topics we'd love to get those um yeah anything uh we're there to um you know check uh, to check your emails um but once again thank you uh, for listening we'll catch you on the next one uh, please don't forget to drink your water and get your steps in bye bye sorting it out is a silverland productions podcast you can catch this and future episodes on your favorite podcast streaming service or at our website at silverlandproductions.com.